Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. I was muted. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome to Agent Power Huddle, everybody. I'm Amy Izzo. I'm a realtor here and a business coach in the Midwest. I cover the Indiana and Illinois markets, and I have a team here, and I have a national team too. So um, I'm here every Wednesday for spilling tea with Amy. And no, it's not Starbucks. It's just a Starbucks cup. <laughs> it's just my tea. Um, but I'm so excited to chat with all of you today about loving on your sphere of influence, loving on your SOI. Um, I met with my group coaching program on Monday. We are in week 12 of a six-month program. And I we did a pipeline update, right? Mid-check, let's see, is the coaching working? Are we committed? Let's figure it out. So we did a pipeline update and we went around the room. And interestingly enough, when we started the program, we talked about kind of top five places that business should be coming from, right? The business should be coming from top five places. So week one or two, we talked about that. And then we've been building, building, building. Now we're in week 12. And I said, let's see your pipeline and let's see where the business is coming from. And let's compare. And guess what happened when we compared? All the sources we talked about in week one or two is where the business is coming from in week 12. All the sources in the order that we talked about it, in the order that we talked about it. So one of the things I like to say is your SOI should be your number one source of business. It should be your number one source of business. Is it enough? No, it's not enough, depending on how much volume you want to have, and depending on how much control you want to have over monthly income, right? So it's not enough, but it should still be one of your top sources. And sure enough, we, you know, we looked what week one and two, we said, here are the five sources you need to really be working in order to build a business. We're in week 12 and everybody's business is coming from those five sources in that order, in the order that we talked about. So that's pretty exciting. But one of the things that was very clear is that every single person in the program, no matter how long they have been in the business, no matter how big their SOI is, the majority of what's in their pipeline is coming from their sphere of influence, their SOI. That's where it's coming from. And some of these folks didn't have any business a couple months ago. Well, why is that? because they weren't calling their SOI. They weren't loving their SOI. They just weren't doing it. They're not bad people. These are great agents. They just felt some type of way, didn't know how to approach it, didn't want to be salesy, didn't want to be slimy, <laughs> didn't want to feel like they're bothering their peeps, right? Look, you guys, your friends and family and past clients know, like, and trust you. They want to help you. And there are plenty of ways to engage with your SOI without being salesy, slimy, you know, whatever you put, you insert the adjective, right? You insert the adjective, you describe it. You don't, if you feel some type of way about calling your SOI, it's a mindset thing. We got to get over that 
today. Okay, today, we got to get over that shit. Sorry, folks, today, okay, we got to get over it because it's in our own heads. It's got nothing to do with the people on the other side. So I was talking to one gal and she has like six listings and two coming and one has closed and most of it is from her SOI. And I said, what changed? She said, I just started calling them and talking to them. I just, and she's not even talking about real estate in the beginning of the call. She is getting comfortable now ending the the call with real estate. She's new in real estate. So what we decided she would do is, hey, let's start reaching out to uh, people in your SOI and let's start checking in on them. How are things going? What's going on in their life? How are the kids? Let's check their social media if we're kind of unplugged. Did somebody graduate something, right? Was there some kind of a life event in the that they can you can work into that follow-up? You do care about it once you know about it, you just are a little disengaged, right? And let's start a conversation. What happens when I call you up, when I call Petrina up and I'm like, hey girl, how's it going? What's new? What do we talk about? She tells me about her life, she tells me about work. Oh, what's she do for a living? She's a realtor. What do I do for a living? I'm a realtor. Now we're going to talk real estate, right? She tells me about the kids, the grandkids, the weather, right? It's all going to come up and work is going to come up too. So you don't even have to bring up real estate. When it comes up though, new agent, she's like, hey, I know you know me as this person, as this job over here, but I want to tell you, I got this new gig I'm doing. Oh, wow. Really? How's it going? Oh, well, let me tell you what's going on. Let me tell you about the market. Let me tell you what I've been doing. I've been doing open houses and right. So now she can just share. And now we have a dialogue going that makes her no longer a secret agent. You guys call your SOI. I got another agent. She says, well, I'm still cleaning up the database. Can we perfect that we don't have, or can we normalize that we do not have to be perfect? Look, do not spend 10 weeks cleaning up the database. Do I want you to have a clean CRM that you can actually leverage? Yes. Do I want you to spend 12 weeks doing that right now? No, I don't. And not prospecting in place of prospecting? No, how about this? How about while you're cleaning up the database, you call people? If you could call 10 a day, 10, 10. It's not a mini, I promise you. If you could call 10 a day while you're entering them into your CRM or here's what you do. You have your CRM company, load your list. I don't care if the information is missing. Have them load your list with what you got. You got names, you got one phone number, you don't have an address. You got no phone numbers, you got an address. You you don't have an email, right? Have them load up for you automatically what you have. And you go through the data. And while you're going through and going, oh, I need an email address, call these people. You don't have a phone number? Are they on social media? Go find out. Connect with them on social media. Use Messenger. Ooh, you know how you call people you don't have a phone number for if they're on Facebook? I just taught somebody this the other day. So if you know, then you're ahead, right? You know. But you go into Messenger. And at the top of Messenger, when I open up, there's a little phone icon. It's tiny. There's a video one, too, if you want to see my beautiful face. You could just call me. You don't need my phone number. Just call me right there. It's going to ring to me, right? And if I miss you, I'm going to see that you tried to call me. 
So there's a way I don't have somebody's phone number. Can you reach out through via social media? Maybe they're only on Instagram. I don't know if you can do that on Instagram, but you can message on Instagram. Can you send them a video? Hey girl, what's going on? Right? I just want to chat with you and catch up. I want to know how the kids are, whatever it is, right? Can you do that while you're cleaning it up? If you did 10 a day, six days a week, that's 60 a week. That's 60 a week. If you did that four weeks, that's 240 a month that you people that you connected to and you cleaned up your database record. And you won't wake up a year from now going, shit, I still got to clean up my database. Don't wait till the database is clean to call the people, right? Call your SOI. You know, the market is back to normal. (laughs) It really kind of is, right? We got to do all the things. And your SOI has to be one of the places that you're really doing the work. But the most basic work you can do is call, text, video text, check in. I got a busy day today and I don't really have time for a bunch of conversations. Guess what I'm doing with my 10? Video texts. They're all going to be video texts. I'm doing them after this call because that's when I have time. And because I have somewhere to go at noon. And you can see I'm still in my workout gear. Don't I look beautiful? So I got to go look beautiful and not stink to be where I got to be this afternoon. So from 1030 to 11, I am doing 10 video texts. It won't even take me that long, but that's the time block I got for it, right? I'm sure I'll do something else in there too. And then I'll go jump in the shower and get beautiful for my next appointment. So you've got to reach out to your SOI. It's going to make a difference. Also, do you do any, when you're thinking about your sphere of influence, I want to challenge you to not just think friends and family. Who do you do business with? Do you have another job? Are you dual career? Who do you work with today? Okay. Um, When I say, who do you do business with? Like my nail girl knows I'm her realtor. I am giving you my nail business every two weeks. I am your girl. And by the way, I'm sending you people all the time. I'm your girl, right? She knows that. So I I got her. She's got a plus. We have talked about it while we're doing my nails. Like, hey, let's talk about your house, right? How you need me when you're ready. So who are all the people you're doing business with? They are in your SOI. Friends and family, they're in your SOI. Past clients, they're in your SOI. I don't care if you have two past clients, they're yours. Call them, check in on them, right? Um, How about this? I have an agent that says, Amy, I haven't talked to any of my people in three years or more. I just sell them and I move on. I never reach out. Now I'm embarrassed. Own it. So what? You're human. Own it. Call these people up. If I didn't talk to Jen for a year and I call Jen and go, man, Jen, how are you? I've been thinking about you and I can't believe it's been a year. And I shut up. What's she going to say? You blah, blah, blah. Why did you call me? No, she's not. Unless she was crazy and then I shouldn't call her anyway. Right? She's not crazy. She's going to go. Well, how are you? Yeah, it's been a long time. Maybe if she's real direct, she might go, well, why'd you wait a year? And I'm going to go, because I suck. And we're going to laugh. Because I suck. Because I'm really bad at follow-up, Jen. That's why. Own it. Just own it. You're going to have a great conversation. And you know what? In that case, don't ask them for anything. You don't have to in that first call. 
Just reconnect, just reconnect. Or you know what you can do? Reconnect and say, how's the house? You know, the one I sold you five years ago. How's that house? You're going to find out if they sold it. You're going to find out they still live there. And you go, you know what? It's been so long. Let me do something for you. I'm going to get you a CMA. I want you to know the value of your home, especially after the market we just came out of the last year and a half. I don't know if you know about that. Did you notice anything last two years? That's had some positive impact on your home. Let me help you. Now, are you offering anything? I mean, are you asking them for anything? Are you being slimy? Did you try to sell them anything? And did you ask them to do anything for you? No, you're offering them value. Hey, I miss you. Let's reconnect. Let me give you something free that only I can give you, right? Nothing wrong with that. And now you get back in relationship and now you can start doing the right things to stay in touch with them outside of just these phone calls, video talks, whatever. Now you get back in relationship, get out of your head around, I'm a horrible person. I haven't talked to them in two or three years. Who cares? They're not thinking about you in that way. They probably forgot you. I mean, I'm sure I've done it. They probably forgot you. So uh, remind them who you are. Nothing wrong with that. Now you can do the fun stuff, right? Now you can do the fun stuff. So um, fun stuff. What What's some of the fun stuff we can do? I'm going to share my screen. I want to give you some ideas for March and April. Now, some of these are low cost things, but I like to do, well, first of all, let me start with, here are some ways outside of, look, you got to connect with your SOI. I already did that soapbox. I just had that conversation with you guys, right? Outside of that. Let's assume you are connecting with your SOI on the regular, right? You've got a plan. You sell a house and you connect with them on the regular. So let me refresh my screen. So I use a program called Send Out Cards. Anybody wants to know more about it, let me know. Um, I'm sure it's not the only one out there, but it's my fave. Um, and... I do a few things automatically with this system. So one thing that I do automatically with the system, you can see I have some happy Thanksgiving, a whole bunch of these pulled up. I do happy, I do all the holiday campaigns, right? Christmas, Thanksgiving, I just make a card and it goes to a list. But every time somebody closes, they don't know this is coming, but they get a cute little card personalized by moi um, inside of the system. It will pull up. Just taking a minute. Um, usually it has a picture of their house on it. Sometimes it has a picture of them on it. Here it is. Here's my custom card. Navigating it here for you. So, so this is just on the front is just a picture of the house. Congratulations on the sale of your home. This is a home I sold for someone. We didn't get to go to the property. They were the seller and take a picture. So we didn't do that. A little congratulations message on the card. It's a nice card. It comes in the mail to them. And then the back of the card is me. It's my branding. So I'd love to show the back. Hang on. There it is. It's my branding, right? Here to serve you. Here's my information. That's an old picture. I should update that. I look different now. Um, and then there you go. And this is a recent card too. See, I'm bad at that. <laughs> Here's one where um, that I just pulled up in advance where she was at, we were at closing together and we took a picture at the, it's the same kind of format. I can change it up. I do change them up from time to time. 
the back is always the same. I never have to recreate the back. I just, every time I create a card, there's like 2000 templates in here, or I can just create whatever I want. Um, I also can send them for different occasions. So it doesn't have to be just when they sell a home, just when they list a home. It can be for all different occasions. Let's see my card history. Um, you, I can also do things like attach. Um, I can also do things like attach um, brownies or something. If I want to send them something specific, I can attach brownies to it or a gift card to it if I want to whatever I feel like doing. I can send some that don't have any pictures like, hey, you're the best. I think there's pictures inside this. This is my dance teacher. I just sent him to him. And hey, Amy. Yes. Do you usually send gifts with the cards? Sometimes, not always, but sometimes I do. So my very first card is just a card in most cases. And then I usually put them on a 12-month campaign so I can set it and forget it. And every month they get something and I can set a budget for that. And I can decide in advance what the campaign's going to be. So I do have a campaign for people like under 300,000 um, where, you know, I might maybe want to allocate a smaller budget. And so some months they get just a card and it's like I pre-set up the cards in advance. Some will, the beginning ones will have pictures of us in there, a picture of their house. Some of the later ones don't, they're just cute cards that are already in the system. And then some of them I'll attach surprises to. So I might do a, a brownie the first month, or I might do a brownie the second month. Instead, they might get a gift card the sixth month. Right. Um, so it just depends. I've got a couple different ones. There's no right or wrong way to do it, but I kind of want that to show up in their mailbox every month, sometimes just as a card, sometimes with a little treat that they're not expecting. Um, and then that just kind of keeps me in front of them in addition to social media, in addition to reaching out to them, et cetera. Make sense? Yes. And I've been at some closings where realtors bring these big, bad gifts for their customers. Yeah. Do you do that? I don't. Okay. Um, I don't. And every, you know, some people go, you don't give a closing gift. No, because I do 12 months of closing gifts, right? Between cards and brownies and gift cards and whatever else I do throughout the year, client events. That's what I do. I'm not saying I'm right, but that's my preference. Now, occasionally, like I was at a closing where they really were excited. They had a really rough road and I bought, I brought them a big bottle of champagne um, because I just was like, man, I want to do something and I want to really make this exciting. And I put some balloons on it. And um, so, I mean, I have occasionally done that at the closing table. I still do my 12 month campaign, but that's not my norm. If I, if I'm going above and beyond at the closing table and bringing something, I, there's a reason, like I'm, I'm prompted. I feel like I need to do that for them for some okay. reason. So, um, and yeah, so that's just my preference. Now I also do Popeyes throughout the year, which I really love and believe in. Um, so I'll get out send out cards for a minute and I'll get over to my Popeyes. Oh, let me try to share my screen again. Get over to my Popeyes. Um, so like, here's one you can do this month and you don't have, oh, you don't even have to show up if you don't want to do it. These, so I go online and get ideas and then I rip them off and duplicate them. So I would not, I'm not going to order this. So don't look too close at where it's from. I'm just going to do it in Canva. I'm going to go into Canva and create it myself. I do it every, I do this every year. Um, for different things. So I really like this. This year, I'm not going to be around at St. Patrick's Day. I don't have time to drop things off. So everyone's going to get a, a little lottery ticket, right, from me with this little thanks a lotto. Um, and a, mine will say for your business and your referrals, because not everybody has referred to me that's going to get one. And all of my past clients are going to get this in the mail from me with my branding on it. 
So all I have to do is assemble this and put it in the mail. And that's going to be another surprise to get in their mailbox, right? From me. If I had time, I would go this month and I would drop it off at all the houses. So, and I would, some people wouldn't be there and some people would be there. And if there was a neighborhood that was too far, I'd pop that in the mail, but they would get something from me and they'd see my little face, right? Which is what we want them to do. Um, so that's one idea for a pop by that I really like. And that's pretty easy to execute. Another one for springtime is just, you know, a packet of seeds. You can put this in the mail, you can deliver it, you can do it as a door hanger. You can, again, you can order these door hangers online, just go online and get the best price. I don't like to print them at home now because I'm printing too many, but I have bought like the kits in the past when I had a tiny little SOI in the beginning where I only needed like 20 or 30. I would just print them at home, throw my business card on them, staple this package of seeds to it and leave it, right? And this one says, real estate market is blooming. Give me a call to get growing, right? It's cute. You can find any, if you're creative, you might have a better saying than that. There's no right or wrong way to do this. I don't feel I'm a creative individual. So I just go see what other people are doing. And I rip it off and duplicate it. Here's one. I really like this. This is an Easter one. I haven't seen this one before. Do you have any peeps with real estate needs? I'd love to help, right? That's really cute. You can even deliver that with some peeps or you know maybe some little peeps or something. Just depends on your budget. You can just send that, right? So, and again, the, it's not really what you're delivering. It's that you're delivering something that they're getting to see you and you're delivering something or, and here's the thing, if they're not home, I leave it. I take a picture and I text them. Hey, I'm sorry. I missed you. I dropped something off for you. So that's, um, I, Christmas time. I do a little bit of a bigger thing. I did a cookie delivery a couple of years ago, boxes of cookies from like Sam's club. Um, the nice tins, they were like six bucks a piece to everybody's door. I put a sticker on them. There was something cute like this for Christmas that had my branding and I delivered them to everybody's house. And the people that weren't home, I took a picture on the doorstep and texted it to them and said, I'm sorry, I missed you, but I left you this great thing. Happy holidays, right? Um, this is another cute one for St. Patrick's Day. You don't need luck to buy or sell. Call me for your real estate needs, right? Um, again, you could deliver it with a lottery ticket. You could deliver it with... I've seen people deliver these with like those um, instant like cappuccino or like Irish cream flavored. I don't, you know, just got to see what you can find at the store that's inexpensive. I've seen people deliver little pots of gold from the dollar store or like little pots and fill them with like candy, you know, like little candy hearts or little candy gold coins or something like that with some, you know, cause it's just with it in St. Patrick's day. So any kind of pop by idea outside of calling your SOI, sending them cards, right? I'd love to send them cards also with the cards. And this ties into social media. So I told you at the beginning, um, in my group coaching on Monday, there were, everybody kind of went through their pipeline and we went over the five ways you should be getting business, right? And all the ways we had talked about in week two is where everybody's business is coming from. One of the top ones was SOI. The what, And I guess this is still SOI, but the other one was social media engagement, which is what I'm going to talk about now, right? And when what, we, what do we mean about by social media engagement, Jen? Social media engagement. What does okay. that mean? So it means actually engaging with the people um, that you are friends with. Not so prior to starting to work with Amy, I was just a scroller, hit like, like, like on everybody's posts, didn't really read them, didn't really comment on them, whatever. And I'm uh, 
very uh, non-technical, but Amy's like, you got to get on social media, you got to do videos, whatever. So now I intentionally go through my feed and I actually comment on whatever people post, even if I don't really care for it or I don't think it's funny. Everybody says I really don't have a sense of humor. I come up with something. Once you start typing, I find also that Facebook comes up with something for you to say, and then I'll type that out. Now, I don't click on what Facebook says to say, because I don't know if that, you know, if they can tell that I'm typing or I click their thing and it's not going to get me things. But all of a sudden, what I notice, instead of getting ads and commercials for everything, I get actual engagement. And now I'm seeing people stuff that I didn't see before. And I've got a lot more engagement going on. Uh, Is it as much as I want? Or do I get them to comment on my stuff all the time? No. But now I'm even copying like other people have these funny things and I don't know, little posts and sayings that I would never come up with because I'm pretty just do the business and get it done. Yep. So I copy from them. I don't even tell them now that I'm copying and I just copy it from them. I post the picture on my screen and it'll ask a question and it's getting people to respond with answers. And I notice now that I'm getting Facebook offered me to change to a digital a profile of a digital creator or something now which I didn't have before so it's definitely working so that's social engagement you have to engage so proud yes so that is social media engagement not liking not loving that's important too but commenting like really interacting so that you're just you're helping Facebook determine what shows up in your feed you're also helping you show up in their feed more often right which is what we want you're also, when you continue to do this, going to sphere hack, sphere hacking, which means their people are going to start to see you, right? Because, and or somebody sees a comment, they like what you said, even if you're like, no one ever will like what I said. They like what you said. They click on your name. They go to your profile. Now you got a new friend, right? And, and what I've noticed too is I'm tagged. So when I do it from my personal page, because I've got so many people on my personal page, yeah. but not on my business page because I just started. I tag that I'm always at my business Facebook page. So yep. they're always seeing Jennifer Podgorny, who's your region realty. Yes. Da, 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 da. So it's, they're always seeing, okay, she's a realtor. She's a realtor. Yeah. So take this one step further. You're doing that anyway, right? So now pay attention. Someone's having a graduation. Somebody just had a baby send them a card. Somebody posts a picture of their beautiful grandchild, send them a card with the picture of their grandchild in it. They'll never, with your, that's what the send out cards is, right? With your uh, marketing on the back, they will never throw that card away ever. It's got their own picture on it, their family on it, a moment that's important to them. They were on a cruise. They post pictures. I know someone that just posted her pictures from Iceland. She's getting a card with some That's ice cream pictures in it. And all trips. She'll never throw this card away. And my info is on the back. It's not in the way. It's not a salesy thing. You know what people say when they get those cards? Thank you so much, Amy. Oh my gosh, that was so thoughtful. They cry. And I'm not doing it in gen- like disingenuous. I am, I'm sending them genuinely something to celebrate because they're already celebrating it. It's just in a different way. 
And I see it because I'm paying attention to their social media and those intentional moments. That's another way you take care of your SOI. You call them, you text them, you video, you end up in their mailbox, you're on their social media engaging, right? And then you learn things and you help them celebrate. Now you have this deeper relationship, even if you haven't seen them in person in a year. You have a deeper relationship because who are they going to remember? Ain't the girl that who I send the picture of the new grandbaby to that she just had, you know, her family just had. You think she's going to remember me when it comes time for real estate? Probably. You know, she loved this cute card I created and with her grandbaby, she's going to save it forever and she's going to remember me. So it's pretty likely. And if not, I did a good deed for the universe. I'll get credit for that somewhere in life, right? But I'm telling you, people remember. And I do hear, oh, you're the one that sent me the card. And I got to tell you, I send a lot of cards, but I have friends that send way more than me. And I'm like, how do you send so many cards? They're just even more intentional. And I still get those comments so that people are excited. And um, it's just another way to love on your SOI. So I really wanted this to be about You've heard me say in the past, if you've had heard me say like your SOI is important, it's not enough because you have to have other lead sources, but it's really important. And it is really important. And that's at, that was just in my face today or on Monday with my own group coaching group when we just went through like Jen can tell you like 75% of the people. And I'm like, where's the business coming from? And it was like SOI, 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 social media, SOI, SOI, social media, video, which happens to be on social media, right? Engagement, which happens to be on social media, but all your SOI and then open houses, right? <laughs> that was That was on the list too at the bottom, but still. So I'm like, this is good. And we need to talk about, are we really engaging with the SOI? Because these folks, a lot of them weren't just a few weeks ago. And now they are. And the business is growing. So I want to keep talking about it. Um, engaging and engaging in multiple ways. Think about, I want to show up in person sometimes. That can be on the phone. That can be on a video. That can be at the door. I want to show up in the mailbox right? Something impactful that's different. It's not just another postcard that I'm going to throw in the garbage. I want to show up in their life in social media, right? In multiple ways, right? I want to engage. That's what I want to do, this multifaceted approach so that I'm building the relationship from afar, right? Now you pepper in later, which we'll talk about at another Age of Power Huddle, client events, and you're golden, Jen was at one of my client events at the beginning of the year. We had a pretty good showing. I invited 125 people, 79 came. There were 87 supposed to come. Some had emergencies at the last minute and couldn't come, but they were they were targeted to come. And we had a lot of, that's pretty good. I invited 125 people and 79 come. That's pretty good. Um, that's a pretty good return. And it's, so I'll do some more of that. That was a big one. I'll do littler ones throughout the year um, that won't be kind of, what you saw, John, I had like a big dinner and dance. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, she had a big... We'll do... That's a one time... It's a year thing. But we'll do some little ones throughout the year. Now you're getting that time to do a coffee with them, to do ice cream with them, to have a shredding event with them, whatever you decide to do. Community garage sale. I don't know what you're going to do. But whatever you decide to do, you could do a ladies night. You could do anything. It doesn't have to be a lot of money. You can get lenders and title companies to help you. You know, there's just so much you can do. That works if you have this system or this process in place that keeps you building the relationship at a deep level. So I hope that was helpful, everybody. I really love getting to see you in person, even when I look like this. And I will see you all next week. We will talk next week about 
client events because that ties into this. So we'll talk about client events. Sounds good? Bye, everybody. Take care. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.